Hey, Anthony, how's it going, man? Hey, pretty good, Lola. How are you doing? Doing well. So welcome, everybody, to the uh, the, uh, the uh, Laura Antonio Sports Talk podcast. I'm your host, Laura Antonio. Anthony King-Newton is back with me to talk about some NFL, NBA, and MLB news. So the first to start things off, let's start off with the NFL and also um, – and also, uh, give me your thoughts on Rob Gronkowski retiring. Man, um, you know, definitely going to be a big loss for the game. I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not sure how long he's going to stay retired. I mean, there's been several reports, you know, not really many people, you know, really believe that he's going to stay retired. But this seemed like a decision that was, you know, I mean, every single, you know, for the past three years, you know, everybody's been wondering, you know, if he's going to retire. And he, you know, he just gives a lot of hints. Like, hey, maybe I'll retire this year. You know, he's been banged up and very injury prone. So, I, I can see how he would, you know, I can see how he would stay retired and maybe go get just a whole nother career. But um, for the most part, it's definitely a shocker. But, you know, um, losing somebody that big um, in the game, but – you know, you got to do what's right for him and his family. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're right about that. So now let's talk about the trades that happened on Thursday that I want to get your thoughts on. Let's start with the Robert Quinn trade to the Dallas Cowboys. So did you feel like the Cowboys won that deal in the bargain and that did you guys get plenty in return? Um, I think it was the only, the only thing I say we really got in return, you know, because – the sixth round, you know, the sixth round draft pick is whatever. But the fact that we don't have to pay him that 12, I think it was like 12.5 million that we were going to have to pay him. You know, that was, that was really the biggest thing. So I believe by getting rid of him, they just kind of cut some of that salary cap. Um, I definitely like it, you know, um, for Dallas with the Randy Gregory being suspended, you know, and then, um, Lawrence's future's up in the air. You know, you're not sure if he's going to hold out or not. So I believe that was a big – I believe Dallas made, like, a really good move. Yeah, absolutely there. And also, I want to get your take here on what do you think of the uh, Jordan Howard trade to the Eagles? Oh, man. So, um, yeah, I was just – you know, I saw that this morning. And I think that's a, I think that's a really big trade for the Eagles, you know, they don't have Jay Ajayi anymore, but I believe I believe Jordan Howard is um, a more explosive running back and more consistent than uh, Ajayi was. I mean, that's that, that's a really big move for um, both teams. I didn't really see – I didn't um, see what they got in return, however. But, you know, with Tariq Cohen in that backfield um, and, you know, just Matt Nagy and the different schemes he runs, I believe uh, both teams probably made out. Yeah, all right. I mean, I think I think those were pretty good trades ha- that happened so far. So now let's go to our 2019 offseason outlook. Let's talk about the Texans and Colts. So let's start with the Colts here. Do you? I'm actually going to go on a limb here. Do you think the Indianapolis Colts are going to win the AFC South this year over the Houston Texans? You said the Colts are going to win over the Texans? Yeah, in the AFC South. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening because I don't feel I don't feel like the um I don't feel like the Texans got better. You know, um with the Houston trade or the um you know, for the Colts with the Colts picking up Houston, 
I mean, you know, they got better and, you know, their team's already young and, you know, got another year of experience. But, you know, the fact that Texans, you know, they got rid of Tyron Matthew and the Texans, I mean, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins were kind of, you know, holding the Texans up by themselves. And I just don't feel like it's sustainable. Yeah, you could be right about that. I mean, well, I think I think this Colts team's poised for big things this year. And uh, do you think Darius Leonard is going to slump in his sophomore season or not? Man, with the type of season he had last year, you know, 163 tackles, seven sacks, two interceptions, you know, rookie of the year, man. It's it's hard to say that, you know, it's hard to say that, you know, that production is going like, and you know, I mean, the production might fall off a little bit. But I don't think he's going to slump. I still think, you know, he's going to be that linebacker that they can count on. And, you know, the person just flying out around the field that they need. So, um, I do not – I don't think he's going to slump. You know, but after that season he had last year, you know, it just – it depends on what you mean by slump. Yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, I think that's going to be – I think uh, I think Darius Leonard is going to is going to be better because I think, you know – Justin Houston's going to make him great, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. And that's what, you know, um, you know, bringing that leadership and some of his, uh, you know, his knowledge because he's been around the game so long. It's going to be really interesting. Absolutely. So now with that being said here, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about uh, the draft. Let's talk about the team needs for the Colts. I think they need a linebacker. And my draft target for the Colts is with the 26th pick in the 2019 draft, they're going to get Tavon Cooney, the linebacker from Notre Dame, to fill up the middle of that defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did have them, you know, I did have them going after a linebacker. I'm not really sure if they were going to take him in the first round. But I do know they need – they definitely need some interior pressure help. So, um, I have them actually taking Dexter Lawrence and – you know, it's one of those picks that, you know, Dexter kind of dropped. You know, his draft stock was really high earlier. But, you know, from, you know, just like people moving up as it, you know, as the combine and everything came around. But I believe Dexter Lawrence could fall to them. And, I mean, that'd be a big piece with, you know, Houston and Darius Leonard in that defense. So, my breakout players for the Colts this year is on offense is Marlon Mack. And on defense, uh, Darius Leonard again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I really, I look, I'd really like to see, um, Houston kind of, you know, give us, you know, something that we saw in his old days. So I, like, I picked Houston, and I also, man, I just want to see Quentin Nelson, man. He was, I mean, he was one of the biggest game changers for the Colts. I mean, and you know, when they drafted him at that number three spot, you know, I was just like, you know, and I watched him at Notre Dame, and he was good, but. You know, I mean, he was almost transcending, came in, you know, made the Pro Bowl in his first year and, you know, was just dominating guys. So, like, I look to see, I mean, I look to see what he does this year. Yeah. Oh, 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 I mean, I mean, who did you say again? Who, Who's your breakout players on the Colts again? Uh, Quentin Nelson, and then I had Houston. Justin Houston? Yeah, Justin Houston and then Quentin Nelson on the offensive side of the ball. All right. So now with that being said, uh, let's let's also uh, 
let's also uh, let's also talk about the Texans now. So, do you think Deshaun Watson is ready to show that he can be an elite quarterback in 2019? And do you think J.J. Watt and Jadavian Clowney will take the league by storm with this ball hawking defense that the Houston Texans have already in store? Yeah, um, I do like I do believe that you know Deshaun Watson is one of those elite quarterbacks. And, you know, just uh, him and, like, the connection with DeAndre Hopkins um, is really good. I think, you know, it's, it's been big though, because he was sacked 63 times last year, man. And, you know, that, like, that's a lot for, you know, a quarterback returning, you know, just like somewhere around 14, 15 months off an ACL injury. So, you know, if they can't sure up that, if they can't sure up that offensive line, they're going to, I mean, they're, like, they're going to do bad. I mean, and that's just, you know, the nature, that's just the nature of the game. You know, it's cool that, you know, he has the, you know, you can throw to Deshaun, um, or sorry, not Deshaun, DeAndre Hopkins, and, you know, he has the mobility to kind of move around in the pocket. But, you know, if he can't stay upright, I mean, they're going to have a long season. Yeah, this offensive line needs help here. So now the team needs for the Texans, they need an offensive lineman. I had the Texans drafting David Edwards, the offensive tackle from uh, Wisconsin, with the 23rd pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah. So um, I also had them getting an O-lineman, but um, it's uh, Garrett Bradbury, the guy at NC State. Um, I really, you know, in his, his draft, like from the combine, kind of moved up um, really, really quick feet. And, you know, he can play all over that line. I mean, maybe like outside – outside, like, the left tackle and possibly the right tackle spot, but he can play both guards and center. So I look for, you know, I look for him to make a big impact. Oh, absolutely. So now that being said, let's talk about – let's also talk about uh, my breakout players for the Texans in 2019. On offense, it's Deshaun Watson, and on defense, Whitney Merciless. Um, So, like, my breakout breakout players on the um, Texans – is going to be uh, Kiki Cutie on offense. And then on defense, I'm going to uh, go with Zach Cunningham. Yeah, those are good picks as well. But now that being said, I'll tell you who my top five quarterbacks are heading into the 2019 season. So number one is Tom Brady. Number two is Drew Brees. Number three is Aaron Rodgers. Number four is Phillip Rivers. Number five is Russell Wilson. And tied for fifth is Patrick Mahomes. And Jared Goff. Yeah, um, you know, mine are de- mine definitely differs because, you know, like I believe I believe Tom Brady's the goat. Don't get me wrong, but not going in, like in this season. You know, we're talking about just, you know, the best quarterback. You know, I went Aaron Rodgers at number one. Um, I got Drew Brees at number two. Tom Brady, and then I got Philip Rivers, Big Ben. And then, you know, um, you know, the with Big Ben, though, I kind of, you know, I was just like, you know, Russell Wilson or Pat Mahomes could have also went there. So, but, uh, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I don't mind, I don't mind your top, and I know you're a huge Brady guy. And, you know, I believe he is, like, the greatest quarterback of all time. But as far as if we're talking about just, you know, who, like, who's the best quarterback going into the season, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, of course that. So, so now that being said, uh, 
uh, I'll tell you who my early predictions of what each division winner will be for each conference. So we'll start with the AFC. For the AFC East, the Patriots. The AFC North, the Cleveland Browns. The AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts. The AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers. And the two wild card teams will be the Chiefs and the Steelers in the uh, AFC. Oh man, so um, I did. I had something. I had something close to that. Pretty much, you know, all the AFC teams were, you know, that you chose, I chose, and I did have the Chiefs in that um that fifth wild card spot, but I did not go with the Steelers. I just don't know where um, you know, where the Steelers are gonna be. So I actually went with um, I went with the Raiders for that spot. I don't know about the Raiders making it to the playoffs. I do think Cleveland's going to win that division, the AFC North, that's for sure. But with that being said here, I'm going to talk about who I think will make the playoffs in the NFC side. So so for the AFC West, the Rams will win that division. The NFC East, I think the, the Dallas Cowboys will win that division. The NFC North, the Green Bay Packers. And in the NFC South, the New Orleans Saints. And the two wild card teams will be the Cowboys and the Eagles. No, the two wild card teams will be the Eagles and the Seahawks. Okay, so I kind of have it. Um, I have it reversed. I actually, um, I have the Eagles winning. I mean, I I feel like Carson Wentz is going to get back to, you know, where he was. You know. Before oh, he sorry. Before you continue, I I I have the Eagles winning the uh, NFC NFC East. Sorry. Okay, so not the Cowboys. Not the Cowboys. It's the Eagles. I'm sticking to the Eagles. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so then the Seahawks the and the uh, Chicago Bears are the two wild card teams. So I'm not really um, – I'm not super sold on Chicago this year. You know, we'll definitely see as the season progress. But you know what, man? I got, I got a wild card for you, and it's going to be the Arizona, Car- the Arizona Cardinals we're going to go from worst to first this year. You mean when Kyler Murray gets drafted? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, well, I mean, just in general, you know, some of the, like, some of the moves that, like, some of the moves that they made, you know, bringing the linebackers on, you know, bringing, you know, T. Suggs over there and, you know, uh, Charles Clay, they brought Robert Alford, you know, um, tried to shrub that line with J.R. Sweezy. And so, you know, I believe they're making some moves. And if they're, you know, if they do go um, pick Kyler Murray, you know, because I don't think Rosen, you know, I don't, with that team, I don't think Rosen's going to be able to escalate them. You know, but, you know, we haven't really seen what Rosen can do because of, you know, some of his injuries and just that team was just kind of horrible last year. But, um, you know, just to kind of, if they do get Kyler Murray, I look for them to have, you know, um, to be in that six wild card spot. Yeah, well, you could be right about that. That's for sure. So now that being said here, uh, let's talk about your reaction to Robert Kraft's statement after his massage parlor incident. So do you think there's going to be some type of punishment for Mr. Kraft? Oh, man, it's like, you know, it seems it's so funny, you know, how kind of how uh, fast it disappeared. But I don't know. But I do believe that you know the league's gonna try. The league's gonna try and do something about it. But I like I couldn't. I couldn't even uh, put my hand on it because I don't know. It's just. It's just one of the. It's just one of those things. You know. I mean, 
he's in like a real position of power. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see, you know, if they you know like what would be like what would be the consequence for um those actions. I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see on that because this is I think this is going to be very interesting there, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Because, um, you know, when nobody, you know, outside of like some of the media talking about it, nobody's really said, you know, nobody's really said much about it. So, um, I just, I, I, I really look for, you know, maybe, maybe sometime in the, sometime maybe around the draft, maybe even after the draft, you know, uh, Roger Goodell, you know, Roger Goodell actually addresses it. But, you know, from then, we'll see. Absolutely. So, now that being said here is, uh, now that being said here, my final NFL thoughts of the day is, uh, I really think that uh, the Patriots are still going to be the number one team offensively, and I feel like they're going to win the Super Bowl this year and go 16-0. and nah, Tom Brady's too old to go 16 and 0 anymore. I feel like, but um, man, if they can, I mean, I I never bet against the um, never bet against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I don't think they will go 16 and 0, but um, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I wouldn't be surprised if they won another Super Bowl. That Gronkowski, uh, that Gronkowski retirement definitely hurts and you know hopefully you know I I doubt they're going to be able to replace them this year and I mean there's just kind of been subpar talent to begin with but you know Tom Brady's able to Tom Brady's able to you know kind of raise everybody's uh you know potential and you know the same thing he did with Hogan and Edelman and so I look for them to maybe draft a tight end in that first round and you know, keep keep it moving. Yeah. So now, with that being said, here uh, I would like to I would like to ask ask you something. Here is uh, I I mean the thing is about uh, your Dolphins is regarding your Dolphins. To be be honest with me, do you think the Dolphins are going to tank for Tua Tagovailoa, or do you think the, or 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 do you think they could tra- tank for Trevor Lawrence? Because Ryan Fitzpatrick is kind of that bridge guy. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely a bridge guy, you know, and um, from all the reports, they, they told Fitzpatrick that when he came in, that, you know, they were, you know, they were going to give him this year and, you know, go look for a quarterback. And it's hard, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to say. I don't know if, um, if Trevor Lawrence is going to come out this year, but, you know, if he has, if he even has half the, uh, season that he had last year and you know he comes out he's going to be the number one quarterback off the board and you know that like that's definitely who I would want but you know the, the whole tanking thing I don't you know it's a rebuild you know tanking's not you can't just go out and tell a whole bunch of players to lose you know so that's why rebuilding you know you just kind of build a team that you know that will have a hard time winning and, you know, outside of, you know, outside of, you know, Cam Wake and Robert Quinn, like, I mean, they didn't really lose, you know, they didn't really lose anybody on offense. So, 
I look I look for them to like and I actually you know I have us last in the division, you know, but I still look for them to win you know uh, four or five games. But you know every year it seems like the same. You know last year they said the Dolphins last year they said the Dolphins were gonna you know be lucky to win one game, and you know even the year before that they were like oh you know the Dolphins are gonna go you know they're gonna be one of the winless teams. And so, you know, and I've seen that year after year, and they've just been mediocre, so they can go out there and just win eight games. So, I mean, I definitely look for – I definitely look for them, you know, more of a rebuild, not just, you know, losing on purpose. Oh, okay. So, it's more of a rebuilding year. I say the Dolphins will go 5-11 and 11 this year. Yeah, that's what I, I – actually, I actually have 4-12, and 12, but, you know, 4-12, um, 5-11 – you know, that's probably, you know, that's probably in the, like, more realistic ballpark. But, you know, if they showed us anything in these past, you know, couple years, you know, they'll, it'll look like they suck and then they'll almost make the playoffs and then eventually get kicked out at the last second. And then I think the, the Bills will go 8-8 eight and eight and I think the Jets will go 9-7. and seven. Oh, man, yeah, I actually got the Jets at 9-7 and seven too. But I got the Bills at six and ten. Still not sold on Josh Allen. You know, a uh, very athletic quarterback, but his accuracy his accuracy is not good. We'll find that out when the new season starts. So we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the NBA, and we'll start with breaking news in the NBA when we come back. <laughs> 